Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Good morning. It is Tuesday, May 17th, and you are listening to a bonus episode of the College Football Daily. I'm your host, Lance Glenn. If you listened to the last bonus episode we dropped this past Thursday, we talked Stanford with 24-7 Sports Stanford reporter Jackson Moore. And today we stay on the West Coast with Jackson to talk about the Cal Bears. So Jackson joins me now. Of course, he covers Cal for 24-7 Sports BearTerritory.net. How are we doing, man? Thanks so much for coming on again and joining me. Yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me again. So I think the biggest storyline this offseason for Cal was obviously Justin Wilcox's future, not because he was going to be let go, but because his name was obviously a popular one when it came to the Oregon and I think the Washington openings too. He turned down Oregon, nothing materialized with Washington, and he proceeded to sign an extension with the Bears. So first off, looking back at it, how close do you think he was to leaving? Did he mention at all why he decided to stay? And, and frankly, did him staying surprise you? You know, it, it did quite a bit just because, uh, I mean, part of the reason he said he was staying was because he loves his situation he's got at Cal. He loves the environment he's in and the people he's working with. And kind of the narrative up to that point was that there was frustration <laughs> and on the both sides. You know, it wasn't necessarily him coming out and saying it or anything directly, but you know, Cal especially had a really tough time with the COVID protocols. They only got four games in in 2020. They even had a game in 2021 where they traveled without basically their starting lineup. I mean, a whole bunch of backups on offense played and uh, they lost the game at Arizona that they probably would have won if they were healthy. So, I mean, everything up to that point felt like there was a fracture, like there was frustration, like it just wasn't working out behind the scenes. And uh, I mean, now it, all of a sudden it was like, kumbaya, everyone is loving it and they want to extend everything on both sides and um, I think as far as the football side of things goes it's it's good I mean Cal has enjoyed Coach Wilcox's presence there. They've had things rolling. They were really trending from his first three seasons and the COVID situation really kind of set them back, but they've recruited very well. They've had an upward trend on the football field. I think this past 2021 season, they had a lot of tough breaks and they built out some momentum at the end of the year, but you know, they, they did kind of, you know, the ink dried on that contract and all the coaching carousel moves stopped. And then you, know, you do have a coach that went uh, six and 10 over the last two seasons and his fourth and 50 years in the program. So uh, they've got to make sure that this investment goes right for another five years or six years that he's going to be on campus. Yeah. And, and that brings me to my my next question. Like, not only did he turn down Oregon, but he also received an extension term in at Cal for the foreseeable future. Did that surprise you at all? You know, I know it's hard to win at Cal and he's had success in the past, but you mentioned the lack of success the last two years. And it's not like he's progressed the program to the top of the conference. Did that extension surprise you? Probably the maybe the length, just because as mentioned, you know, the I think a lot of Cal fans are sitting there thinking they maybe peaked in twenty nineteen, you know, it hasn't been going as good the last two years. But yeah, you know, I do think there's enough there to you know, who, who is Cal going to go out and going to get that's better than that with the continuity factor? I mean, the way things are going right now, I mean, maybe it wasn't projected when they signed the contract, but that roster could have been decimated if they made a change and they were able to keep things going there. And you know, the strangest thing about it all is that 
Uh, they picked up momentum last season and they get this contract extension. And it seems like all the veterans, all the players, I mean, there's about eight or nine guys that were eligible to come back and start. And they either went off to the draft, maybe guys that weren't probably going to be drafted or uh, they transferred out. And so now it's a very young team, a team that is going to be rebuilding a little bit, which is not what you expect to see with your sixth year head coach who just signed a big old extension. Yeah. And there's a lot of changes to this roster as he does begin year six. Uh, Most notably at quarterback, Chase Garber's off to the NFL. Purdue transfer Jack Plummer comes over and seems to be the likely starter. I I don't think he's been announced yet, but that's very much the assumption. Obviously, a lot of experience. I think multiple years left, too. Has Wilcox confirmed he's the guy? Who else is battling him if not? And what are some positives you've seen from Plummer that make you confident for him this season? Yeah, um, Plummer has not been announced a starter, but he basically took the first team reps from day one of spring to the spring showcase that they held at the end. Kai Milner, who's a retro freshman, a four-star recruit from Arizona, uh, he's the guy that um, competed the most with Plummer and given him the, the most toughest time so far. It seems to be a pretty wide gap beyond him, including last year's backup, Ryan Glover, who got passed up by both of the guys within the first couple of practices, and uh, he hit the transfer portal. So it's pretty much Plummer and Milner. I really liked what I saw from Plummer. Cal has a very young receiving group, but it is one that is more talented than the, the guys that graduated before them this past year. And it was just the passing show out at spring practice. I mean, a lot of different weapons and he knows how to get the ball to them. I think the biggest thing for Plummer out of all the spring practices I attended I don't recall seeing one interception. He's very secure with the ball, and that's going to be huge for a team that had so many games last year that it was one of those types of games where you think back, oh, if that one play would have went this way, they would have won. And to have a guy that's not turnover prone back there uh, will help them try to avoid some of those. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So as you look at this team offensively, besides the changes at quarterback, it has a number of departures throughout the whole unit. As you dissect this group, which position offensively worries you the most? And then which would you look at and say that's really the strength. Yeah, the O-line is definitely a, an issue. And it's, again, some guys they probably didn't expect to go. They had a, a guard, their best guard, leave to Oklahoma. They had a tackle. Uh, they had more eligibility, just left the team in their starting lineup. So now they got three holes to fill total in their starting O-line. And not a lot of guys probably ready to, to step in quite yet. They have already gone out in the transfer portal, just picked up a commitment earlier this week so or last week. So uh, that's coming along. But as far as maybe the most encouraging position, 
definitely that wide receiver group. The wide receiver group reflects a lot of positions on this team where they recruited much, much better than it's been for quite some time at Cal in the 2020 and the 2021 classes. And now those guys have a little experience and are ready to take over. And I mean, they've just got a ton of options. Guys that outside of the recruiting trail, they'll probably have their names well known yet. But Jeremiah Hunter's back. They've got J. Michael Sturdivant, who was a big time four-star recruit. Uh, Maven Anderson was another four-star guy. Tommy Christakos was making a lot of plays. I mean, they've got about five or six deep guys that just once they get their chance this season, they might have a little bit of growing pains, but that group is going to be something pretty special at Cal. So Jackson, a couple more from me moving over to the defense. So when we were talking off air, you did mention some question marks in the secondary and then up front while Brett Johnson returned after missing last season, which is obviously great news. Uh, some younger, less experienced players and some transfers are going to be counted on to fill some big roles outside of Johnson. Give me a player in the secondary and a guy up front that fans should keep an eye on that you think can really come on and produce for Cal this season. Yeah. Up front, Xavier Carlton was a, just a really exciting to watch this spring. He's a guy that is from the area, but uh, is, went off to Utah for his first two years of college, uh, transferred in here to Cal. And man, 6'6", six, six, like 270, long. I mean, just an athlete that stands out amongst all the other guys on the team. And uh, very impressive up front. He can play on the D-end position. He can play as an edge outside linebacker. They're going to use him as both. So, I mean, that is a huge addition right there. And they also brought in Jackson Sermon, a uh, linebacker from Washington, was uh, had some starting experience there. So, I mean, those two guys are give you an instant boost. And then, again, up there, uh, quite a few guys that are young, but are now, it's their time to shine. And they're looking the part. Ricky Correa at nose. Femi Oladejo took a step forward at inside linebacker. And you know, there's quite a few guys up front. Uh, I mean, they're, there's no depth is not an issue and, and talent doesn't seem to be an issue. There's just not a whole lot of experience beyond the transfers coming in. So um, that's exciting to see. The secondary, you know, they bring back Lou Maggio Hearns and they've got um, Daniel Scott, who's a veteran back there. And there are a lot of inexperience this spring at the other positions. They had a couple of injuries. Guys like Colin Gamble uh, were not participating. Craig Woodson, who might be a starter, not participating. But a couple of names, guys like Miles Will Williams at safety, Isaiah Young and Tyson McWilliams compete at cornerback. So there's a, a really good possibility that there's going to be some new names in that secondary this season. So Jackson, last one from me. Looking at the schedule, the path to a bowl game, I think, is definitely there, right? Realistically, should probably be three and one heading into week five. They could be sitting at four and two midway through the year before they play the likes of Washington, Oregon, USC, Oregon State, Stanford, and UCLA to finish out the year. It's a much harder back end of the schedule than it is a front end, but still six wins definitely possible. While I know he's obviously not on any hot seat having just signed an extension, how much pressure is on Justin Wilcox to get Cal back to a bowl game and get things trending back up again after what has been a disappointing last few years? I mean, in general, yes, they definitely need to. It would be great to have a winning season, of course, after two seasons uh, not having them. But you know, you talk about the long extension he signed, the young team he has, it would be understandable if they fall short, if they have some signs that they're getting there. I think this is a team that is going to be building for 2023. They have young players at most positions. Plummer's got two years at Cal. So, I mean, this is a talented group that is going to go through growing pains, I think, this season. And 
the O-line and the secondary worry me, but if they can figure that out, I think they'll at least be a bold team and they'll be set up to be uh, a real threat, I think, in 2023. And a lot of these guys, uh, since they came in during the COVID period, uh, have an extra year. Um, so maybe even 2024, if the quarterback position is ready to be on Plummer, uh, it could be really exciting at Cal those two seasons. But this is the year that I think they've got to get things rolling, get the momentum going and keep everyone happy and <laughs> make sure there's not a transfer portal exodus after this offseason because uh, I think this is a team that's built for the near future. But this year, kind of we'll see what happens. Cal opens up the season against UC Davis on September 3rd as they look to get back to being bowl eligible. You can follow him on Twitter at JacksonMoore247. Jackson, thanks so much for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So for Jackson Moore, I am Lance Glenn. Thanks for listening to this bonus edition of the College Football Daily. Have a good Tuesday, everyone. It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Deucible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must Listen, download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found.